This is Creepy and Geeky. Welcome to Creepy and Geeky. I'm your host, Robert, and today we're doing a bonus episode. Joining me for this is my daughter, Katrina, and we're going to be talking about some recent release movies that she and I have seen. So Katrina works at a theater, and so we get to go see movies for free all the time. And we try to go hit all the big stuff uh, Mm -hmm. as much as possible. And, uh, you know, because she's nice and, you know, takes me to movies. (laughs) I mean, I want to see these movies, too. Well, true, but you know, you're nice and you actually let me tag along. Um <laughs> more more than like. anything, I'm like, take me to this movie. Um <laughs> I mean you're you're driving most of the time, so true, true, true. Uh, I just but... I just buy the ticket. <laughs> quote unquote buy. <laughs> I, mean, I don't actually yeah, buy it. Unquote, it's just I just yeah. reserve it because it's you do you do buy the snacks and the and the drinks. So I will for I will the most part, yeah. Yeah, usually. But usually, I get all the rewards, I, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she buys all like almost all of the new like the fancy popcorn containers and everything yeah. else. She's got she's got most of that stuff. I think so. of the two most recent releases, I didn't get one for Guardians and the one for the Flash. I think and you that might the be Miles it. one too. Yeah, but I got Gwen. So yeah. So, <laughs> so this is gonna be like, you know, like you know most of the shows are pretty informal and and fun but i think this one's going to be even more informal because it's just katrina and i talking about some of the more recent movies that we've seen um and i want to make this a regular kind of feature uh but it'll be bonus episodes uh so we will um be you know whenever we see a movie i think i'm gonna try to convince uh katrina to pop on uh for you know for a little bit of time to talk about whatever movie individual movie we go and see. Um, but this one uh, specifically is going to be kind of an overview of um, our thoughts and feelings about um, you know, movies from the past month or so, I think so. Cause it hasn't really been that long. Um, since yeah. Some of I these think movies came out it's early May to June, you know, to current, I think so. Yeah. So anyway, so that being said, um, we are going to go ahead and start off with Across the Spider-Verse, uh, <laughs> uh, which uh, obviously is the uh, sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, so uh, this, uh, I I came to Into the Spider-Verse a little bit late. I don't think I, I think I saw it in the theater. I think we did see it in yeah, the Yeah, we did see before. it in theaters, yeah. Yeah, um, but it was it was a good month or so after it had come out. Um you know, there was Maybe. a lot of hype around it and I was kind of like resistant to it. I don't know why, but I was just kind of, eh, eh, I don't care. But then everybody was t- talking about it. And so I was like, okay, fine. I'll go watch it. I think um, the animation and- style at the time was like really, really like a, like a big deal for everyone. Yeah. And, th- and that it was like Spider-Man. So, <laughs> cause I don't think, I don't know how much content there was of like a black Spider-Man outside of the comics when it first released. Yeah. Because I know, I know people I went to high school with knew of Miles Morales and like Gwen Stacy and like they they had that they knew right. of those characters but they've read the comics so I didn't know yeah anyways I think that might have been why it, it did so well when <laughs> right. it first came out right so, well no which, and I mean for good you know reasons. it's yeah no and it turned out to be a really good movie um you know and and it's nice to see you know Miles get a a movie of his own and um to see the extended uh, spider universe, um, you know, of all the different characters and stuff that, you know, the comic books have, uh, have been having for so long, um, you know, and across the spider verse, uh, you know, continues that and gives us a lot more new characters like, uh, you know, Spider-Man 2099 and um, Jessica drew like a variation on Jessica drew. Um, Will be, you know, so what I don't, I don't think Hobie's in the comics unless, he is spider punk okay. is in the comics okay. yeah but um, i like that yeah that was cool yeah yeah no no it like yeah that turned out to be like uh, other than not being able to understand him most of the time <laughs> uh, i i did you know just because the accent was you know really really uh strong British. um but yeah it was um 
it was it was it was a, it's a good movie it's it's a great continuation of um some of the ideas and stuff about um you know um family and and place you know your place in the universe and everything um so it's 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 an interesting fun movie i i told katrina we were talking about this and i don't really want to get too much into spoilers because i do want to have more um you know more people listen to this and have a chance to listen to this before they go and see movies um but uh, uh so i'm gonna try i'm gonna try not to spoil anything for any of these movies um that we're talking about today uh but uh you know there's 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 a lot of fun in spider-verse like i said there's you know it's you're not really getting i mean i wouldn't say you're not getting anything different because you are but it's you get here's here's the thing instead of getting miles's story which you kind of got in the first one you get a lot more of gwen's story in this one mm-hmm. um which was which was interesting you get a lot more of her her perspective and her side of things uh which is really cool so and i thought that was a you know and, and don't get me wrong they're not short shifting or short shifting um uh uh, Miles' story at all. He still gets plenty of story. Yeah, Everybody I think gets Miles is amount of story. like development and this is very um like superhero like development. Whereas like yeah. I think the first movie was a lot more of like himself as like a as like a person. Right. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because no. No, because in the first one he was just becoming Spider-Man. And yeah. then this and one he... he's been Spider-Man for a little bit. And now it's, you know, what does that mean, not only to him, but to his family and to, you know, the universe and the multiverse okay, at large. Let me flip flop those. The okay. first movie is about him as a superhero. And then this this movie is about how he can fit that in his. I don't know. Can we cut that out? <laughs> can we cut no, that whole okay. part that I started talking? No, no, out? no. Because I don't think you're I don't wrong. Know what I, the, think the... I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. So... <laughs> It's okay. It's late. You're tired. You worked all day. I get it. <laughs> so, but anyway, but yeah, no, I mean, I, the, the, the point of this is, is that it continues Miles's story um, and his growth as not only a hero, um, but also just as a person in general, somebody who, you know, trying to make things, you know, he's trying to balance being Spider-Man with his family life and school and everything else. And, you know, and, and, and trying to, figure out all of that amidst now the bigger multiversal stuff that's going on because what we find in this movie is that um Miguel O'Hara who is Spider-Man 2099 is leading um the you know multiversal like a group of multiversal Spider-Men in helping to repair uh damage um that is seemingly um possibly from the events of um doctor uh, uh spider-man no way home and uh the multiversal damage that that did where you know the characters were popping into other universes so they're actually actively hunting down spider-man villains that are in their wrong universes and mm-hmm. so it's 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 an interesting it's an interesting story and fun to see um yeah, there's lots of lots of cool. There's a lot of uh, great cameos, Spider-Man. like yeah, like Spider, like different Spider-Man cameos and stuff like that. So, yeah, a lot of nods. Yeah, I saw I saw this uh post online that like there's like a Spider-Man like like plush like doll that made it into the movie. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, there's all kinds of there's all kinds of stuff like, you know, Spider-Man that they created for the movie, like, you know, kind of backgroundy, you know, different characters. But there's so many background characters that like are just other versions of Spider-Man from, you know, all kinds of stuff. So it's 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 fun. It's it's definitely a fun movie. If you like the first one, you'll like this one as well. So, I think this I one was like like leaning hard into like the artistic stuff, like not just animation, but like making the movie art. And I've seen a lot of yeah. people say that, and I I totally agree. I think I think more animated movies should be using animation as not just a medium to tell a story, but as like not like cuz I feel like 
some animation like especially like with disney and pixar and stuff they're more leaning into kind of like that realistic kind of um yeah, animation like it, like they they do the storytelling through plot lines and through um like stuff that you would do during like live action like right stuff but i think spider-man like uh the spider-verse films do a really great job at telling those stories through the art and not right. just yeah. using dialogue and like they're not trying like to that. make the world real um and then you know tell a story yeah. around this kind of realistic yeah. world yeah i get that and yeah. it's it, i think that the spider-verse movies have done a great job of like keeping a comic booky feel as well yeah so I yeah, it definitely leans into the comic book aspect of it. And I saw a um a a theory today uh, or or recently within the last couple of days, I saw a theory about um what's going on, kind of um, and it very much leans into comic book um stuff that um it's 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 I can't remember exactly the theory, but it has to do with the comics code. Um, each movie is opened with approved by the Comics Code Authority, so which is an, has been an interesting uh, facet of each of those. So it'll be mm. interesting to see what happens in Beyond the Spider Verse and see if that yeah. uh, still continues. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It, like I said, it's a fun movie. Go check it out. It's 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 really sure. fun and, and good. So if you liked the All first right. one, you're gonna like this one. Oh yeah, definitely. All right, so next up is The Boogeyman, uh, based on a Stephen King short story. Uh, this one kind of takes, um, the short story is only a very small snippet of the movie. The movie kind of expands on the universe uh, beyond uh, the short story. So it's, uh, for me, um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, it was creepy it had um some good effects uh the acting was well done um it's just kind of a middle of the road movie for me it didn't blow me away um it wasn't disappointing i really enjoyed um uh, sophie thatcher in that uh she's uh been really good on yellow jackets and so it's good to see her kind of uh do more in the in the horror space this is i don't know if it's because it was based on a like a story already but there's been a few of these movies that have come out that have done well, like, for the most part. Like, working in a theater, I can tell you exactly how well they're doing. Um, <laughs> but this one, it's kind of, I don't think, one, I think more horror movie studios need to do better at marketing. Um, because when I've told customers in the past that this movie's out they're like what and i'm like yeah yeah so but this movie is creepy the the i think it should have done better for what it did just on like the creepy factor of everything i think right. on that aspect at the very least um so I don't know where I was going with this, but I like the movie. I thought the, the, <laughs> I thought the villain, villain creature, the boogeyman was creepy. yeah, um, yeah. And how they like I was giving your space to say whatever you wanted. You seemed like you were winding up for something big, and I thought so too. And I just completely <laughs> let everyone down. I don't know where where I started and where I ended. So <laughs> it's fun. It's late. I, we've already said this. Cut me some slack. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was cutting you slack. I was letting you have your room to talk. That's not cutting me slack. That's letting me drown. <laughs> cutting the rope and letting me drown. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think it's a good movie. Like, I definitely, I think that it's one of those movies that is, I think is definitely worth watching. I don't know that it's necessarily a theater movie um, for most people. I think that's, that's, generally like don't get, get me wrong i think Box, you should like i i think you should go see it in the theater i think you should go see most movies in the theater if you can um my but biggest I'm also thing with the, seeing things in theater is the audience reaction so if you like yeah. people like being scared and shit in the movie with you definitely go and, yeah. and watch it in the theater if you want that like camaraderie 
if you want to be scared like to shit on your on your own wait for Redbox like or streaming or whatever or streaming yeah. whatever I say Redbox still because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even do Redbox that much yes we did yeah a little bit maybe we did it like <laughs> once every three months maybe for like movies but that yeah. we because like we always said that we would wait for movies to come out on rental that's yeah. what we used to say and then voodoo yeah. became a thing and so now we have everything there but before that we would do red box <laughs> did it a little bit you know um yeah um but yeah i think that boogeyman's definitely worth a watch um if you can't make it to the theaters definitely check it out on streaming when it, once it hits streaming yeah, it's probably gonna start exiting theaters if it hasn't already. Um, because yeah. I mean it's like it's like one of two scary movies out right now, so it might stay just for that factor alone. Yeah. But what's the other scary movie that you're talking about? The Blackening. It just came out. So oh, right. but yeah. um the Blackening is roaming better than Boogeyman right now, so it's probably gonna oh, okay. replace those Boogeyman shows. Yeah. Yeah, I still want to see so. that. Um yeah. yeah. I like Boogeyman. The act Dean was good. The ending was like, I think it did a great job of making my biggest thing for scary movies is like making me feel scared when nothing's on screen. Yeah. Like I, just like by vibes me, that yeah. I, I like that because that actually freaks the fuck out of me. Yeah. The, 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 what I like most about horror movies is I want a horror movie to make me feel uncomfortable. Um, that's to me a a successful because I don't really get scared, but if you can make me feel uncomfortable about something, then you know, then like that works well for me. So, I think this was um, the movie that I was like shaking my head, and you're like, "You're funny." You just like shake your head whenever something <laughs> like I'm like I shake my head at the screen because I'm like, "Y'all are dumb bitches. Why the fuck are y'all doing that?" And then, or I'm just like shaking my head because I'm like, "Okay." Okay, I'm getting ready for the scare. Yeah, and so. supernatural horror is not your favorite, so no, like, it's not <laughs> something like I mean, the Boogeyman I, is definitely the reason not why it's not my like. favorite is because it scares the shit out of me because I believe in that shit. <sighs> That's why I always keep my fucking closet closed. Yeah, and your door, which is kind of open right now. It's not. <laughs> I'm just trying to see it. You. <laughs> oh man all right okay but yeah definitely check it out it's it's a good movie um it's 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 definitely worth a watch uh especially if you can't get to the theater or whatever before it goes away definitely catch it on streaming it should be there pretty pretty soon i would imagine it'll probably be on um uh video on demand rental uh here pretty soon also like through voodoo or uh wherever else we use voodoo so that's where i always uh know so <laughs> I don't think it'll be on Redbox for quite a while. It's got to come out on disc first, and that's usually quite a few uh, months down the line. So, all right. So next up, um, let's go ahead and do Fast X. Uh, I personally okay. am a big fan of the. You can call it Fast Ten, Fast X, whatever. I call it Fast X. Um, I'm a big fan of the Fast and Furious franchise. I love it. It's stupid. It's goofy as all hell but i love it and uh this one was a high uh, high point in the series for me um it's um probably one of my favorites uh and a large part of that has to go into uh, jason momoa <laughs> katrina was lip lip sinking to my jason momoa because she agrees um and uh, no, he's really good in this. Uh, his performance, like uh, a lot of people have likened him to uh, the Joker, uh, just because he's kind of over the top, uh, flamboyant, and uh, just completely insane. But he's a lot of fun. Uh, it's it's a it, it like here's the thing, I you know if you know by now you like the Fast franchise, you'll like this movie, and you probably already saw this movie. But uh, if you haven't seen the Fast franchise, or, in, or maybe only seen a few of them. Definitely give a I few, would say, few more of them a chance. I would say going into it, recognize this is like the first of three, like a love, like a like a trilogy that they're planning for like this arc. <laughs> right. So keep that in mind if you're gonna go watch this, that you're not gonna have the complete story when it finishes. You're actually gonna be kind of left with like a like a hole. A little bit it's of a, a to hole. be continued, yeah. Yeah, it leaves you on a cliffhanger. 
Yeah. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, again, these movies are, as long as these movies keep making money, they're going to keep making them. So, you know, pretty much always been a cliffhanger every time. I mean, hey, these movies make bank. So they, they do. They make a ton of money. So, and they keep pumping out. It's like Universal's only, they they have a formula right now. So, So, yeah. And they do it well. They're, they're smart. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about family. Yep. So, but yeah, no, this one's full of action. It's not as I don't think it's as over the top as the last one was, Fast Nine. Um, that one was uh really kind of over the top of going into space and and all that. I literally um, can't remember anything about Fast Nine. I haven't like watched it again. It's the first one with John Cena, so yeah. Yeah. Like I legitimately have no recollection of what that movie is about. It's I didn't either until I didn't either because so we watched Fast X like left, and then I went it left back. no impact. I went back and rewatched the whole series after I watched Fast X and then I was like, okay, Fast Nine. I kind of vaguely remember some of this, but like I didn't remember a lot of it. But we'd only seen it like we only saw it at the theater, and then I hadn't seen it again until yeah after I saw Fast X. So so yeah, it was so much for you being a Fast Ten or Fast and the Furious fan. You haven't even oh, watched the. <laughs> I've been busy watching all kinds of other stuff for the podcast. True. <laughs> so it's been kind of a kind of difficult to Much slot to in chagrin. other things. I have things that I want you to watch. Yes, I know. We'll get there. I've been trying to get you to watch this Korean horror movie for like in five years. I know. Train to Busan. Yeah. Everybody talks about it. Everybody says it's good. It's I, a know. Good movie. I know. Yo, I know. Bug heard. bug my dad to watch Train to Busan. <laughs> Maybe he'll watch it. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we could do a we could do an episode on it, like like foreign zombie films or something. I don't fucking know. That's an idea. Yeah. No. Anyways, past uh, ten. Uh, yeah, I think that it was like it was definitely over the top, especially Jason Maloba. Like Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did you I, like his I, performance? I personally don't like characters that he like that he the type of character that he played. I don't like those. Oh, really? types of characters. You don't like that kind of character, like a yeah, Joker. Yeah. Type yeah. Of character. I, uh, okay. I'm fine with the Joker, but like that was just silly to be silly. Like there was like literally like, I, I understand that they're trying to make the movie funny by doing that. But to me, I just found it fucking annoying. Like I just wanted him to shut up. See, you're like, totally in the minority like, because like, like some, everybody some, loves some some of the scenes were funny. I will admit, some of the scenes yeah. were funny, but at some points, I was like, okay, dial it down. Because <laughs> some of those scenes didn't need him to be all funny and like flamboyant and shit. Yeah, I, I I disagree, but you know, you're you're entitled to your opinion. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Someone will agree with me. Well, I'm not saying that people don't. There are probably people out there. I like that... Jason Momoa. I haven't seen him in a lot of stuff. I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure the only other thing that I've seen him in besides that movie was him as Cal Drogo. So <laughs> I don't have a lot to base off of. Right, right, right. So from going from Cal Drogo to that, I was like, what the fuck? So... <laughs> I do think yeah. that that character had to make sense for like how they did the story. Yeah. But yeah, I just, it was annoying to me in some moments, so. but the well, movie I mean, overall be, was good. To be fair. I'm not, I'm not certain that he wasn't supposed to be annoying either. You know what I mean? Like, so him being annoying to you may have been exactly what they were going for. So yeah, probably. So, you know, it just kind of depends on, you know, how you take I think they it. were just Would trying you... to do like a different type of villain than they've done. And they've done yeah, 10 they just movies now. They've done 10 the fucking movies now. So they have yeah. to start thinking creatively. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's a, it was a fun movie. Did you at least enjoy the movie overall? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I said that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I missed it. Cause you're hooked on me saying that he was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I did yeah. like it. No, it's okay. Yeah. No, it's a it's a 
it's a fun movie. You know, all all of these movies that we're talking about are fun movies. You know, generally speaking, you know, we had a good time with most of these movies. Yes. Um, so, all right. So next up is Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Um, for me, uh, this was the first Transformers movie I had watched since Revenge of the Fallen, which was the second Transformers movie, and that one sucks so bad. Uh, I decided not to watch any other Transformers movies, uh, but I heard good things about this one, and so I was like, okay, fine, I'll go check this one out. It was free. Um, and I had a really freaking good time. So. As soon as I saw like part of the like clip of the trailer of this while scrolling through TikTok and it gave me like an ad for it, I was like, oh, this shit looks good. And <laughs> I d- I'm not a Transformers person. The last time I saw a Transformers movie in theaters, I fell asleep through the entire fucking thing because I was like seven. I'm pretty sure it was the second one. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't have any like Transformers knowledge or anything at all. And so. Like watching this was a lot of fun for me. I remember liking Bumblebee when I was younger, so like that was yeah. cool because I, I was like, "Oh yeah, Bumblebee's still cool." Um, but yeah, I, I think that Anthony Ramos's performance was really good, especially because he's like not been in like a lot of things theater wise. I don't think like the only thing that I can think of that he was in theaters for like quote unquote recently was in the heights. I could be wrong, but that's like right. the biggest thing I can think of. And I'd watched part of In the Heights and he was really good in that. So he's a he's a great performer. And so so was everyone else. In the- yeah. So. Yeah. Um yeah, no, and it was it was nice to have a more diverse cast with the the human characters. You know, we had for sure you know, uh, Anthony Ramos, like you said, and uh Dominic Fishback. Um yeah. so she's, it's um, I think she's the main character in the TV series Swarm. I think it's yeah. on like Prime or something. Yeah, I think so. I haven't I haven't watched it. It's yet. on it's some on streaming my... service. It's yeah, hard to keep it's on track my list. these days. Yeah. But yeah, it's um uh, but but the movie itself is 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 really good. It's it's I mean it's a dumb action flick like any of them are. Yeah. Um, lots of slow-mo scenes, lots of <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you know, um you know, for me, I do have a history uh, of with the original Transformers cartoon, you know, because that was you know around when I was a kid. And so this was, you know, I, I had looked forward to these movies when they originally came out, but they kind of like, I don't know, they, they, they just kind of lost something in translation for me. And um, but this one kind of felt back into that a little bit. Um so it was, it was it was really fun um and um you know it's it's like i said it's it's a big dumb action flick so don't expect a whole lot going into it uh but but with a diverse cast um and um some interesting new transformers uh in in the uh the maximals mm-hmm. um that was uh that was interesting and fun we get to to see a classic unicron uh in this uh from the old uh, 1980s uh, 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 Transformers movie, uh, so it's a, uh, it's 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 fun. So, yeah, uh, I don't I, want to spoil um, any, anything too much, but there's a they definitely stay. Um, I think just before the credits um, start, yeah, definitely stay till the credits because there's a nice yeah. little uh, tease for upcoming stuff. I don't want to spoil it, but the, it, yeah. it it, it least, it's yeah, it's big. So yeah. So and that was an audience pleaser. Like mm-hmm. that one had the audience on the floor. It was like everybody yeah. was like, "Oh my god!" So, yeah. So it's pretty. Even cool. I was like, "Oh my god!" And I didn't even really know what it meant. So, I was like, <laughs> 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 so yes. Uh, but I personally, this Transformers: Rise of the Beast is probably like top three movies of this year. Personally, for oh, me, wow, because like it just had like everything that i like for like action like it had the jokes it had the lighthearted moments it had the the feel-good moments and then it had that like i i don't i don't like action movies that are like like i think my biggest gripe with fast 10 and um john wake and stuff is that it focuses too much on the action and 
not like enough on like plot devices and stuff um that build toward action and I, I, like I, they do they do i'm not saying they don't but <laughs> i think like i don't know what it is about those other two movies and what it is about transformers that like there's a disconnect there for me in in me extremely liking transformers and the other two not so much right i don't know what it is but you just if someone you knows, just don't like you just don't like humans <laughs> no i mean maybe <laughs> but no <laughs> I, I don't i don't know what it is but i really enjoyed this one as like action movie i don't tend to like action films that much just because i it's never been like a genre that i've like wanted to like go out and watch an action movie like all of the like michael bay movies and shit like i really don't i couldn't give a shit about like explosions <laughs> Which is funny, though, because i know the transformers, transformers ones are michael bay are i know michael that's why bay, i fucking yeah. mentioned it that's why i fucking <laughs> mentioned it but like just like, like i don't like uh, him even though he created these like it's just i don't like action purely for action yeah, there was more going on <laughs> within the action in Transformers. I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing that Transformers had like plot within the action compared to like the other two examples that I gave. They had just they had like plot and then action and then plot and then action. Whereas I think I like it more melted. Yeah. I Yeah, I think that's what it is. So I liked the movie. Top three of this year. Probably that's probably a lie. I need to see what else I watched this year. <laughs> I was about to say. Off, it's at least top five. So all right. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 definitely like I'm pretty sure I gave it four four out of five stars. Uh, I was excited box. about this though from like the first time I saw the trailer. So I think that also plays okay. into, the, into it. That's so. interesting because I don't I don't remember talking to you much about it before we decided to go. Um, I think I was the one who like told you that there was like a move that this movie maybe. was coming out like originally. Um, yeah. But like the the scene that I saw on TikTok that made me want to watch this was that scene. Everyone's seen it. The scene of Anthony Ramos like jumping out of the car as it's like as it as the, oh, the yeah. transformer transforms and like i thought that was like so dope and like when we saw it in theaters i was like fuck yeah like it's just so cool like so it's, it's just so a cool funny scene. too it's so funny too because there's a scene in the trailers uh that is uh like dominic Fishba fishback's character is like kind of panicking she's like like you know like trying to dismiss uh the reality of the robots or whatever oh and yeah then rc's in the background yeah, she and then waves two fingers yeah. the wave and then and then she's like oh it's real it's real it's not in the yeah. movie yeah that yeah whole it's scene not in the movie i was waiting for it yeah yeah they so, did they did like, something similar to it in the movie but it, it wasn't that exact thing yeah yeah it's, it's a uh, good movie though yeah no it's definitely, also definitely good michelle yo being Yes, Michelle Yao is one of the voices. Yeah. The Max, or is it a Maximal? Yeah, she's a Maximal. Okay, so yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Like that. Love Ron Michelle Perlman. Uh, he plays a. Uh, um, no, wait, is it Ron Perlman? Yes, Ron yeah. Perlman. Yeah. Uh, plays plays uh, 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 Optimus Primal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the leader of the Maximals. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's fun. It's good. Definitely, if you you maybe haven't enjoyed the transformers before this point uh definitely give it a try i raise I my hand <laughs> <laughs> definitely give it a try and if you're somebody who kind of got burned on them or whatever you know definitely come back and check it out i i i fully believe this is they're kind of going on a good path i think they're like re rebooting the universe yeah they're kind of rebooting well the not universe, a renaissance which... that's like a like it's, it's like a whole thing but like yeah reboot <laughs> <laughs> Transformers Renaissance would be like an entire like a different beast on its own. So Rina is really tired. You, you um, get what I mean? Yeah, I think they're rebooting the universe. Um, they kind of rebooted it a little bit with the uh, the uh, Bumblebee, uh, which I did. I have since gone back and uh, watched Bumblebee. 
um and that is uh set in 1987 um rise of the beast is set in uh, 1994 so it's uh you know it doesn't of... feel like it though they're not like really pushing that it's like in in that time period so not really but um it is filled with a lot of 90s hip-hop music which yes. is you know very nostalgic for me uh just having been you know in my 20s uh during that uh, time period i was 20 in 1994 so i wasn't born yet so um yeah make y'all uh, so, feel yeah <laughs> anyway happy father's <laughs> day to me um yeah. <laughs> yeah we're recording this on father's day this is my father's day present to my dad is recording with him <laughs> thanks not until next Father's Day. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's not true. She'll be back on for multiple episodes this year. So, yeah. um, all right. So let's finish up. We got one more movie. Uh, it's the most recent movie. Uh, we went to go see The Flash. Yep. Um, for for me, this was. I'm not a big DC fan, and most of the DC movies uh, have been uh, fairly lackluster to me. Um, they haven't been all that great. Um, and so I haven't been as engaged. I've seen most of them. Um, but I just, you know, the, I just, the DC universe wasn't my thing. Uh, I'm a, I'm a big comic book fan. I've been reading them all my life and, uh, I just always skewed more Marvel, uh, than anything else. And, um, so, you know, we, I was interested in going and seeing this because of Michael Keaton. I wanted to go see him as Batman again. Um, you know, I did not want to uh, support uh, Ezra Miller uh, at all. Uh, and so, you know, luckily we get free tickets. So we did not uh, give uh, any money into this. Um, but it's that aside, like, I think the movie's okay. Um, the more I've thought about it, um, I gave it like three and a half stars because I think overall the movie's okay. It, it was fun in parts. I laughed, had fun. Um, but the, I just don't like Ezra Miller as an actor or in this character. Um, and their portrayal of Barry Allen is not exactly the way that I have known it. Um, you know, others may disagree with me. Um, you know, some I've seen some people defend the the portrayal, but I think that they are not doing justice to the character. Um, and that's not even necessarily all on the acting. It's also on the writing. Um, but it's to me, if you look at what's being done, what's been done on the uh, CW Flash series or, you know, um, you know, stuff like that, it just. I don't know. There's, I think Grant Gustin does a much better job. Um, and there's been calls for years for him to take over the role. Um, but you know, it's, that's neither here nor there. Um, I'm not, I, I definitely did not go to this movie. If, if other, if this movie had not had Michael Keaton in it, I doubt I would have gone to it. And, and the fact that it was it free. Yeah, yeah. 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 We don't, we didn't want to, after looking into Ezra Miller's history, yeah, we didn't want to pay any money towards the studios um, and possibly support that because right. a lot of shit has been done by them that it's not great. Not going to talk about it on here, but if you want to look at it, it's all on the Wikipedia. So yeah. that's yeah, why definitely. I found out about it all. So, yeah. Um, but besides all of that, I personally didn't really enjoy this movie, uh, save for a few scenes of like Supergirl and some like funny moments here and there. Um, I think for me, at least the CGI was a little bit distracting in some scenes because mm -hmm. it felt more like um like a VR simulation kind of thing like video game kind of like scene but like a game that was made like 5 10 years ago 
because <laughs> even game graphics are better than what was put in the film. Um, I did not enjoy some of those scenes because of that. Right. But I really And that's did. been the general consensus as well. Most people have not enjoyed the CG uh, aspects of the uh, even though the director has defended it, saying that, you know, because in super speed, he would see things differently. They wouldn't be as clear or as, you know, whatever. And I think that's OK, just but a lazy we're not in to... super speed. No, so I know. I'm, I'm just saying that's that a lazy excuse? excuse for not having better you know, <laughs> CG fuck? or whatever. You could have waited especially... another fucking year to polish that shit. Well, they like, already we didn't did need a... this movie. They already had an extra year to work on that. And I th- then I'm, I don't want to rag on the CGI people because they no. put in a lot of good work. I think that they just rushed this. No, film. no. Yeah. 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 No, um, I'm not blaming the CG people at all. Like the, the VFX people at all. Yeah. Like they they did what they could um, with you know what they had, um, yeah. you know, and if this was what they were actually going for, if this is what the filmmakers actually wanted, then it's That's weird. unfortunate. And I think. Yeah. yeah, and I think that it's it's like why would because you want making this, this the first movie of Flash and putting shitty fucking work into it and 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 like not actually saying yeah we wanted to make it look shitty is yeah. that's not a great way to start a fucking yeah. like no because like, right now they're yeah. just having to defend it rather than yeah. being like you know this is this is how it's going to look it's going to look and the fact that they didn't recast after everything came out about the actor for the flash is is also just telling about the studio in general um i think they had already poured so much money into it they weren't willing to pour more money into it to recast and basically redo the movie yeah this movie theater this movie looks cheap the movie so this movie is a cheap ass fucking movie like (laughs) That's what it comes. It wasn't. That's what it comes out to is they. Yeah. So, um, besides that, I love the portrayal of Supergirl in this. I've always loved Supergirl, like Melissa Benoist portrayal on the CW shows. Chef's Kiss, love that. (laughs) Um, and then Sasha Kali, Sasha Kai. I don't know how to say the last name, but I think it's Sasha Kai. Yeah. Yeah. Her portrayal is really great and oh it's really good to form i love the costume and i love her her like i i now follow her on social media and she's been so grateful that she's been able to be in the role of supergirl well it's possible she's coming back to stuff so i hope so because that is i would love to see more of this supergirl or not even of this supergirl but more of her as supergirl like that yeah definitely um i don't know a lot like I, I had watched this uh movie before my dad did at a private screening um with like employees. Um and so it felt a lot different when I watched it the second time because there were a lot of like references and shit that I missed. And so it was it was better watching it with my dad the second time because then I could be like, what does that mean? Why is that funny? <laughs> like what's going on there? Yeah. So yeah, that was fun. I'm the. I do want to point out that if you are gonna watch this movie, please tell me y'all see the terrible CGI happening when he's trying to fix the um the it happens within like the first ten minutes of the movie. So this is not a fucking spoiler. Um, he's fixing some wires in a building, and he's like, like having to like put them like tie them into each other, and the CGI in that scene is so fucking terrible. There was oh oh in the black phone when he's like. Like, it's been a while since the movie came out, so I'm just gonna say when the kids like has a cord or something, and he's oh, trying to like the movie, the hook Avenger. something, and he's like trying to hook something like that. That cord looked it was terribly CGI because it was like like it like yeah. it, like it 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 was unrealistic. Same right. thing in this in this scene in the Flash, it was terrible. I I have watched it two times, and I could not take my eyes off the fucking wires because I was like. Why are they moving on their own like that? I don't even remember this scene. That's so funny. And also, um, like Barry looked like Mr. Electricidad in some of these scenes because the 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 fucking costume was CGI'd, I think, and they only just like put his face in there, and so he really looked like Mr. Electricidad from like 
from Shark Boy and Lava Shark Girl. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. The second yeah. time I watched it, I could not focus on anything else in some of those scenes because I was just like, <laughs> why the fuck is his head so big? It like, did look very weird at times, especially like when he's in super speed and he's like, yeah. you know, he's you know, more forward. Also, and his, so his running in this weird. movie is just so fucking stupid. Well, and they make fun of that themselves. They do. The they movie, make fun of it so. in the movie. I'm glad they did that. But it's yeah. just so stupid. Anyways, I didn't like this movie. I would give it zero stars <laughs> if I could. Other than the fact <laughs> of Supergirl and the like funny little references that I now understand. Like... No, and there's there's and lots I like of fun. Flash as a character, just not not this portrayal. I think that yeah. Ezra Miller did. If there was a different actor doing it, even with the same writing, I think it would have been better. I think that Ezra Miller just did not do a great performance. And no, I haven't gonna, liked Ezra Miller in the role of the Flash at all. Uh, ever since they were um um put in the role, I've just not yeah. liked it. And it's been it's been very jarring. Every time I've seen it, it's been bad to me, and I don't like it. Um, you know, like I said, the only reason, the only reason I was even moderately tempted to see this movie was for Michael Keaton's Batman and to see yeah. you know, the Supergirl because the Supergirl stuff looked cool, and thankfully came out very cool. Yes. So, yeah, Badass and Michael Keaton as Batman definitely uh, high marks on that. It was great to see him back in the role, um, and having fun being Batman again. So it's you know. That that was fun, you know. I don't believe Katrina's even seen the Michael Keaton Batman, so she had no frame of reference. I literally have no recollection of seeing any other Batman other than the Batman, <laughs> and I love that movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, de- I definitely need to show you some other stuff then. So I think I've seen like the Dark Knight Rises. I've seen the I've seen like the Joker blow up the building. I've seen that. Okay, that's the Dark Knight, but yeah, yeah. Okay, the Dark Knight. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, I figured you probably had seen that because I I I used to watch it a bunch. So yeah, that's probably my favorite. You're a nerd, Batman. (laughs) I'm a nerd. You're a nerd. All right. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Um, Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, your your mileage may vary for the Flash. If you're not inclined to see it, just don't. It's not really worth it. Um, you can find everybody spoiling it online so if you just kind of want to know what's going on with it look at that it's not really worth um people are putting whole movies on fucking twitter these days so you might be able to just watch this this movie itself has been has gotten spoiled like heavily uh by people Mm -hmm. online especially on twitter um because it's because it's bad bagging on it yeah because it's bad if it was a good movie people wouldn't want to spoil it so I think that's I think that's by and large the problem is because it's a bad movie with good spots and the cameos are really good. I think that's what they're trying to like. They're just kind of like people are, you know, alternately being kind of jerks about it because I don't believe in spoiling anything good or bad. Um, but it's you know, it's it's the cameos in this are fun and good um, and worth a, a a glance at not necessarily a full watch of the movie but definitely a a glance at it uh, i'm interested in what they're doing with the dc universe in the future uh this is supposed to be uh this this and the aquaman movie that's coming up are supposed to be the last of the um older universe type stuff and they're moving forward from there so we'll see what happens it'll be interesting to uh see what they maintain and move into the future yeah. Um, but I think we did a pretty good job at not spoiling anything, uh, which I was actually surprised so. about. Yeah, I hope so, too. Um, but yeah, I I would say, you know, of all these movies, The Flash is the only one that I would say don't go and see um, any everything else. I'd say definitely go go check it out. Fast X, uh, Transformers, Rise of the Beast, The Boogeyman and Across the Spider-Verse are all mm-hmm. uh, good movies. Uh, well worth uh, your time to check out. I think number one thing you should see first is Spider Verse, for sure. Yeah, I mean, definitely that's that's top yeah. tier. Um, so, yeah. yep. All right. Well, this was fun. Uh, I, I look forward to doing these in the future. Um, that's that's my plan is to, like I said at the top, uh, do a bonus episode. Uh, whenever we uh, go check out some stuff at the theaters, uh, that way we're kind of staying topical because. A lot of times these movies don't really fit with, um, you know, the, you know, my plan of 
all the episodes that I've got going on. So it's, uh, you know, it makes it kind of hard to fit in new stuff. So, um, I want to, uh, start doing these more often with Katrina since, uh, she's my movie buddy. We, we go and, uh, get these, uh, <laughs> going on. So, all right. Uh, Katrina, let people know where they can find you online. You can find me at RCKMNKY on Twitter. And on there, I have links pinned to, well, not links, but I have my um, socials on my pinned on my Twitter. That is uh, Rock Monkey with no vowels. Yes. Anybody is wondering what that's supposed to mean. Don't ask where it comes from. It's a long story. (laughs) It's not really that long, but I've had it forever. So it's just, it's my thing. All right. Yep. So give her a follow. Um, she doesn't post a whole lot, but you know, she can, she may post stuff once in a while, but uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks again. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for joining us for this special bonus episode. I'm hoping to do these pretty regularly when we've got about four or so movies watched to fill out an episode. We already have another bonus episode planned to talk about the blackening, no hard feelings, asteroid city, and Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. So look out for that one coming very soon. Don't forget, on Monday starts my Nightmare on Elm Street series of episodes with Cat Hughes joining me to talk about the first Nightmare movie and the remake. Then on Friday, Donna from the Dawn of the Dead podcast joins me on the geeky side of things for the first episode looking at the Marvel Cinematic Universe talking about Iron Man. Thanks for listening. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving the show five stars and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, please share the podcast on social media to help spread the word. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or at creepyandgeeky.com. Music for the podcast composed by Jerry Smith. You can follow the podcast on social media at creepyandgeeky on both Twitter and Instagram. If you'd like to follow me, I'm GeekThulu on Twitter and Geek.Thulu on Instagram. You can support the podcast by ordering teas and more on TeePublic or by donating to the Kofi page. All of the links are in the show notes. Finally, don't forget, stay creepy.